Hello everyone, my name is Mike Tanner and you are listening to Riding in Cars with Cats, the podcast about anything and everything that I decide it's going to be about typically seconds before I actually hit record. Today, I'm going to talk about something that's come up recently from a book that I'm working on. So, I've been toying with the idea for the last few years of writing a book. I've had a number of clients that I've worked with on a sort of coaching, consulting basis, and I've always felt that there could probably be more people that I could reach if I could make it, make the concept behind how I do things more accessible. So I decided to start writing a book. Now, (laughs) the problem with writing a productivity book, if you work for yourself from home and also are the full-time caregiver for two beautiful and terrifying children, is that scheduling can be a little bit difficult. So it's actually been an excellent work uh, for me because I've had to really, really Um, use the methods that I've been talking about in the book and uh, it's actually allowed me to sort of say hey that thing that you know is right and you've been sort of preaching about for years you're not doing that right now so you you need to switch things up a little bit so it's been a really great process Um, yesterday I was actually got a lot of of work done with it and um, I was writing specifically about the idea of motivation in a section I call What's Your Carrot? So the idea behind What's Your Carrot is that individuals are motivated uh, by different things. You'll have some people want the legacy, some people want the, the, uh, the money, some people want you know, to do a great job, some people want, you know, it, there's lots of different reasons to want to do a good job. And I've always felt that um, that's one of the more interesting things in business because most companies fail to actually look at what individuals' motivations are for succeeding. There are a few companies now that, uh, and a lot of companies now that work towards sort of career pathing and and looking at goals, but for years and years and still in, in sort of faceless monoliths of organizations, you get this sense of just well, the career path is you want to you want to get promoted, you want to get more money, and that's that's basically all there is. I've worked for companies where promotions meant better hours, less work, and more pay. And honestly, it wasn't a great job uh, because some of the things that I was doing in the lower levels before I was promoted were the things I really was passionate about. And some of the people who were at the lower levels who didn't get promoted were so great at their job, and yet they weren't getting this sort of better hours, better pay, uh, because they're at this lower level. So there's always been this balance in companies of how to do this. But the thing I want to talk about now about it has to do with honesty and motivation. Because one of the things that I've noticed lately is that I hear more and more people talking about how they're not in it for the money. And uh, that's great. I I like hearing that because I think that long term, you're going to have more success if your motivation is something other than financial success. Now, that being said, financial success is, uh, can be very important. you know, you need money to pay the bills, my kids need a roof over their head, all those sorts of things. And um, 
you know, I work very hard to give those things. So they're meant to have some of the finer things in life, uh, as it were. But at the same time, I carefully balance that with the idea of, you know, the, the money can't buy happiness idea, which I, I'm to a point a believer in. Um, I see a lot of unhappy rich people. I see a lot of unhappy poor people. And I see a lot of unhappy middle class people. So what I want to talk about today is honesty in your motivation because I've spoken with people and I think that I don't mean that you're purposely lying to others because of, of certain things, but there is this subconscious or even unconscious need to give a different reason for your motivations. So a lot of times we don't really understand what our motivation truly is. We think that we want one thing and when we get that thing, we realize, well, that's not exactly what I wanted. Um, you know, I had a client, she sort of opened with the idea and the goal of I want to turn my side project into my full-time job. This is what would make me happy. And to a certain extent, that, that is something that would make her very happy. But what we also talked about was the idea of you're not getting a lot out of your side business in part because you're not getting anything from your main business. You know, your job is draining you so much that you're you're coming home unhappy. You're not putting as much passion into your work as you could. You're putting everything you can into your work because you don't have a lot left after work has sort of drained you from these things. So the first thing we talked about was that it could be important to turn her day-to-day -day life into something that made her feel better. And over the course of a few months, she left her existing job. She got a new job with a, a much better employer that offered uh, some more creative opportunities and some more support and really uh, loved it. You know, and, and now all I hear about from her is, is how great that is. And she still gets to do her side business and she's happy doing it, but she's also very happy to go to work every day. And so the motivation was not necessarily, I want to leave working um, for someone else, which for a lot of people it is. The motivation instead was, I don't want to work at this job. I want to work at doing something that makes me happy. And one of the things I hear a lot of people talk about is it's not about the money, it's not about the money. And what I'm here to say is for roughly 25% of people in some, there's been a bunch of studies on it and the numbers have varied, but for about a quarter of people, the, the main motivator to a job well done is financial reward. So, for example, I ran a con I helped uh, run a class at a conference a little while ago, a student entrepreneurship conference called Starting Point, which was a super fun uh, time. A lot of really great entrepreneurs from across Canada that came and spoke, and really some some big guns in the industry and um, in, in a variety of industries. Speaking to students who really were excited about growing businesses. And one of the things that I did in one of these classes where I talked about motivation and motivating a team and those kind of things was I asked individuals to write down their motivation for doing a great job and pass it along. And that someone would randomly read off their answer. And the thing I got the most answers of was, uh, you know, I, I wanna see that I've done a great job. So 
the actual, the sort of self-actualization of that great work is what they have said. For a number of people, it was, I want to be respected and admired for the work that I've done. And that's a pretty common one as well that we see throughout things. But the real killer was one person in that entire class said that money was their motivator for doing a good job. And that is really nice to see that that's not what drives everyone, but it's also very likely not true. And I say that because when people are given the opportunities to meet some of these other um, goals motivation-wise, but are not given the opportunity for financial reward, they still tend to shy away from those things. Um, there's a story in, in the book that I'm working on about, um, and I say, let's say, but I have seen this in an actual job, where someone sort of talked a lot about how they wanted a promotion, but they wanted a promotion because they wanted to be more responsible for um, some of the leadership and direction of, a, of an organization. It was a relatively small organization I was working with. And when they were given an opportunity to work on a committee, a sort of a team that was sort of a, a steering committee for that organization, whose goal would be sort of to help the owner with some company-wide, you know, sort of motivation and organization and leadership uh, things, they turned it down. And they turned it down because they said it sounded like the company was trying to get more work out of people without paying them more. And to a certain extent, that's true. This sort of consisted of, uh, you know, some bouncing back and forth of some emails here and there, a couple of meetings a month that were during lunch hours um, that I think were going to be unpaid, is my understanding. Uh, and I think one meeting every quarter that would be uh, unpaid, but would you know have a dinner provided or lunch provided or something like that. In any case, they turned it down and sort of complained about the idea that their boss was just trying to get more work out of them without financially compensating them. And I wanna speak on this on very clear points, on, on several points of it. The first is that there's nothing wrong with disagreeing with that model of um, work. There's nothing wrong with saying if you want more work out of someone, you should be willing to pay for it. Nothing at all. Uh, that is your opinion on what it is you would you would like. It's done very um, passively in a lot of jobs where you just have more and more tasks loaded onto your plate, uh, more responsibilities added onto your plate, and in a lot of cases that's done without any financial compensation, but we let that happen. This was actually a voluntary opportunity to join something, and this individual said no. And one of the things that really struck me from this was this was an individual who regularly said it's not about the money, it's not about the um, position per se, it's about wanting to be involved. And this was an opportunity to be involved that they decided not to be involved in. And so for that individual, and, and I didn't talk about this with them, this was long before I was sort of in this business of, of consulting and, and sort of helping people get to where they want to be. But one of the things that I really was struck by was the idea that that motivation was false, that they really were motivated at least to a degree through financial reward. And I, 
I, again, there's nothing wrong with that, with with saying that you think that that's not the way to run a business. Lots of people agree with you, and I, to a certain extent, agree with you. Um, the other part of it is is that there is also absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to be financially rewarded for your work. And I deal with this a lot with individuals where people are made to feel guilty for wanting to get paid. And I think we need to really move away from that. I think that, you know, I'm not suggesting that we need to move to a place where people are, you know, holding up stacks of money on Instagram and, you know, sitting on top of sports cars and laughing at other people for, you know, what they've failed to achieve. But I think that if you want to drive a sports car because you want to drive a sports car, then by all means, make that money and drive that sports car. If you want to do it because you want a bigger house or you want to send your kids to a, a you know, college without them having to get student loans or, or whatever the case may be, if you want money, don't let people get you down about the idea of wanting money. Um, statistically, there were about 30 people in this class that I was running. And so if you're going by the sheer global statistics, there should have been seven to eight people who said that money was the main motivator for doing a great job. And instead, one or maybe two people said that that was what drove them. And I very much respect those individuals who said that because they were being very honest. I don't disrespect the people who didn't say that because we as a culture break people down for wanting nice things. Um, it's, it's common and it, it's so prevalent and it's so awful and, and we all do it. How many times have you seen uh, a 40 to 60 year old man in a sports car, especially a convertible and thought, oh, midlife crisis or, you know, it's compensating for something. Uh, we, we say that all the time. And, you know, when I used to see people in a BMW, you know, I grew up, let's say, without a BMW. And so when I used to see people in a BMW, I would think, like, oh, what a smug, arrogant, like, why would they want, you know, why would you need something like that? You know, so much more expensive than what you need. So a few months ago, um, quite a few months ago now, my best friend came down to visit and rented a car. And he was, he got a car rental for free from, he had sort of won a raffle or whatever at work. And so we got the car rental for free and there was a super cheap upgrade fee if you wanted to go from like, hey, here's a Volkswagen Golf to here's a BMW. And so he decided, you know what, it'd be pretty cool to drive around a BMW for the weekend. And so he rented this BMW and we drove around a little bit and I was like, oh, it's because it's a beautiful car. That's why people want it, because it's really nice to drive in. And there's nothing wrong with wanting a car that performs magnificently and is incredibly comfortable to drive in. There's nothing wrong with that, but we make people feel guilty about wanting the things that they want. And that's something that we need to stop doing all the time. We stop it on, on some things. We're very clear about it. Like, if people want to live this lifestyle, or if people want to do this, or if people want to do whatever, um, you know, we support them. But when they want to have some sort of monetary success, 
we tend to criticize people for those things. And it's funny because as, as parents and as, um, you know, we're always super excited for our friends and our family who all, you know, you always hear, oh, Jimmy got a promotion and oh, he gets so much more money at his new job. And if your friend came to you and said, dude, I got a promotion and it's great. Like I make like 10 grand a year more than I was before. And that makes me so happy. You'd be happy for them. And yet we criticize people we don't know for wanting money. And so in all this, the things that I really want to push are be honest with yourself and preferably be honest with other people about what motivates you because you're going to help yourself. If my boss knows that money is something I'm looking for and that that's going to drive me to do a good job, then if their job is to help lead me, then they're going to look at options that make me more money. They just are. That's, that's how it works. If my boss knows that money is not a motivator for me, and for me it's about greater opportunity or um, you know some, some unique work, then they're going to strive to find those things for me. But if I spend all day lying about this altruistic concept of, oh, it's because I want to make a difference, when really what I want is $5,000 more a year, then my boss is going to look for, oh, you could be on this committee, you could help out with this, like there's a charity that we have that we run through work and you could help out with that, when what I really want is $5,000 more. So be honest, it will help you get where you want to be. And honestly, it'll help with relationships with other individuals. And that's everything I have to say about honesty and motivation and quote unquote greed, which I believe is overstated uh, far too often. That has been today's episode of Riding Cars with Cats. It's been a unique episode in that you've actually been riding with me. Uh, I, over the last little while, I've been doing a lot of episodes that are um, over the phone where I've had a guest and those kind of things. So uh, it's actually nice to get back uh, behind the car. I, I, I really enjoy this uh, particular process. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to be a guest, you want to be a sponsor, you've got a topic you want us to talk about, uh, please hit us up, mike at oneredcat.com. You can also uh, reach us on just about any platform that there is at, at oneredcatmedia. I'm also on Instagram as at oneredmike. Thank you very much for joining me and have a great day. Thank you.